0: Hey, everyone. This is Brian Ferguson. If you're listening to this, then I know you enjoy the Bumps and Thumps podcast. In order to continue to get the guests on and improve our podcast, we need support from listeners like you. That financial support helps us continue to do the podcast and get guests on that we normally would not be able to get on the show. Please go to anchor.fm forward slash Brian, B-R-I-A-N dot Ferguson, F-E-R-G-U-S-O-N, and the number three after, and click on the support button. There will be options there for you to make a monthly contribution. With your contribution, we can continue to conduct the podcast and ask more well-known wrestlers from the past and present that require financial compensation to be on the podcast. Again, please go to anchor.fm forward slash Brian, B-R-I-A-N, dot Ferguson, F-E-R-G-U, S-O-N and the number three and click on the support button. Thank you for listening to the podcast and thank you for your support. Thank you for joining another edition of Bumps and Thumps, The Talk of Wrestling. I'm Brian Ferguson. My guest today is best known for his time in the AWA, WCW, and WWF. He has worked with many of the pro wrestling great talents of the past and is well known throughout the world of professional wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my pleasure to welcome Mr. Earthquake Ferris. Earthquake, (laughs) thanks for coming out today on, on your busy schedule, Bumps and Thumps.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I, I appreciate being here and stuff like that.
0: Oh, you,
1: you forgot to mention I'm a legend in my own mind.
0: There you go. <laughs> wow.
1: famous, famous locally.
0: <laughs> no, no. Hey, I remember you when I was a teenager. Oh. Uh, in when you worked in the AWA and, and in the WWF in the, in the 80s and 90s and, uh, What's well, so kind, very kind of you. Yeah, no, it's yeah. my pleasure to have you on and I, and I really appreciate it. So, uh, yeah, it's, it, this is a treat for me and our fans out there. Are, I know when this drops and they're like, oh, yeah, I remember him. And they're going to I can just I, I know it. I, I have a good gut feeling about it. So That's I'm excited.
1: As is, I've had a couple resurgence um, latest is because of covid. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, people staying at home and mm-hmm. just, you know, watching old clips and old videos and yeah. stuff like that. So I've actually had a lot of um, people requesting um, my autograph and That's people great. sending me questionnaires and yeah. And it was just like, you know what, what's the, well, we're at home. I, we can't leave anywhere because of COVID. So we're watching all these old yeah. tapes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm going, well, oh, okay, <laughs> I guess yeah. that's all right. You know, it's, it's pretty good that you, you're keeping yourself busy. Yeah. But um, that's funny. Second other time was, um, oh, I think back in the mid, mid mm-hmm. Um ESPN Classics came on, aboard, and, and just started ESPN Classics, and they were showing old uh, AWA wrestling shows. Yeah, and um, you know the kids, at the high school kids, and stuff were like, yeah. "Hey, why we just saw you on TV last night?" <laughs> I'm going, "What do you mean you saw me on TV last night?" <laughs> they go, "Yeah, you're on uh, A- the ESPN Classics," and I'm going, yeah. "Okay, well, that makes sense."
0: <laughs> I'm a
1: old old timer here.
0: Uh you know I you know, I remember like I said, watching you as a kid and a uh, teenager and, and uh I thought you were great. So
1: Oh, thank you, so Yeah, much.
0: you bet. So it means a
1: lot. Yeah. A lot.
0: Well, let's talk a little bit about uh your, your growing up, uh your family life and, and your schooling. Uh where'd you grow up and uh um I grew up in a town where,
1: where I'm actually still in uh, a town called Antioch, California. It's about 60 miles um, east of uh, San Francisco. Okay, yeah, and Oakland, right around that area. There, um, grew up in a Lebanese American family. My parents were Lebanese, both my parents, but both of them were born in uh, America. Uh, but my grandparents, both sets of grandparents were born in Lebanon. Okay. So, uh, we, you know, really strong, strong um, Lebanese background and, and Lebanese upbringing and that type of stuff. Um, I went to, uh, you know, uh, Holy Rosary, a Catholic school uh, up until my eighth grade year. And then I went to Antioch uh, High School. Um, that's the school that I teach at now. Actually, okay, uh, great. Uh, my my years, my high school years. Ended up going to uh, Las Madonnas College for uh, my junior college. A year and a half there. Um, played sports, football, track. Um, didn't have wrestling at that time at, at LMC. Um, so... Um, when I played football, I got recruited, a few different colleges. Uh, I ended up choosing uh, San Francisco State University. Okay. Um, and uh, the reason why I chose San Francisco State pretty much was because was of the cool weather, the San Francisco cold weather. Um, it's when somebody famous said the... Uh, coldest winter they've ever spent was a summer in san francisco <laughs> and that is so so true yeah. um and that's was the main reason why i chose i wanted to get out of the heat you know
0: yeah
1: Antioch in the summertime you know is is you know right around 100 all the time every mm-hmm. day and so uh going through football practices in double days and triple days and stuff like that i You know, if I had a choice to go to college, I guess I wanted to pick one where it was nice and cool. Yeah. So um, went there, met my wife, uh, married 35 years now.
0: Congratulations.
1: Yeah, thanks. Um, So that was great. Uh, uh, Met her there at San Francisco State, uh, dated. And um, uh, actually, when I started wrestling for uh, the AWA, I was just engaged so I wasn't sure. actually married yet when I um took a cross-country trip to Minnesota and um she actually went with me uh to the trip and to the um Vern Gagne's uh, AWA uh, wrestling camp there ah. and um so I had somebody there with me you know at least for the first month or so before yeah. she she still was, was in college She okay. still had a year ago wow and, um, now uh four kids later and we've got three grandkids right now
0: so wonderful uh, that's great it is
1: it is i mean sometimes i think as my wife and I feel like we're the only people that were grandparents. You know, we're like, "Ah, oh, this is just the greatest thing. grandkids. And yeah. I just really love spoiling them. Yeah. I just love getting in trouble from everybody because I'm spoiling <laughs> those
0: grandkids. Yeah.
1: This is pretty cool.
0: I have grandkids, too. I know how you, how oh, you feel. Yeah. yeah so I you
1: do. feel yeah. like sometimes you're the only ones, right? Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: It's interesting. You were, uh, went to San Francisco. I was actually, uh, I lived in Sacramento for about a little t- two years. It was my last, I was in the army and, uh, my last two years before I retired, I was a, uh, ROTC instructor at Sacramento state. So we used to go to San Francisco, uh, pretty frequent And the weather. You're right. It's, it's a big difference. Even from Sacramento, it's a couple hours away, but it's, it's, a lot cooler down there and uh so i I understand that so that's 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 interesting a lot of connections
1: with with sacramento state my uh daughter uh got a scholarship a rowing scholarship oh okay state my son my oldest son uh graduated from sacramento state all Uh, right my third son um, actually got his uh, master's degree at Sacramento State. So got yeah. a lot of connections there yeah and a, and a lot of money there.
0: <laughs> yeah a yeah, State. That's good school. Uh, I, a I really enjoyed it. really nice school. Yeah I, I really. enjoyed when I was there, but uh, yeah, it was great. So let's talk about a little bit. you, you mentioned Vern's camp. Kind of walk us through how that was uh, that experience for you. Well, that experience was, was uh, you know, because you go
1: in, you you know, you're you're not. They don't teach you about the business. Right. Um, you go in, you know, thinking things are legit and stuff like that. I was I was a, a pretty good amateur wrestler. I, I mean, cool. I wrestled uh, all my life and um, actually did Olympic trials. And, oh wow! Yeah, yeah. So I was. Um, really a good amateur wrestler. So um, a buddy of mine uh went to high school with, uh, Jeff Jensen, um, big into wrestling, a uh, mm-hmm. huge wrestling fan. Um, he'd, we'd go to his house and he'd have magazine, wrestling magazines, and, you know, we'd sit there and look through the wrestling magazines and he was just really, really big into wrestling.
0: and yeah.
1: And my, my wrestling was, I remember I was the youngest of four kids myself. So um, my memories of wrestling was with um, my mom. Mm -hmm. (laughs) My my dad was a firefighter. So he was, you know, they worked 24 hour days. So a lot of times he didn't come home at night. Friday nights, uh, the three older, my older siblings would, would go off and be with their friends and stuff. But I was the young kid that, stayed home with mom and yeah. and mom and I would sit there and, and watch wrestling Friday night wrestling um with uh, Leo Namalini's group oh ah, okay San yeah San Francisco with mm-hmm. Ray Stevens and Pat Patterson and and Haystacks Calhoun and just would sit there with my mom and yeah. we'd just be you know, Friday nights was our night, you know, wrestling on TV, and we'd sit there, eat snacks, sit popcorn, just the two of us. And, and that's, you know, my introduction to wrestling. So that's, I knew a bit about wrestling. And yeah. so um, got hooked up, um, going to Vern Gagne's camp, and um, that it was an experience. I mean, thank god for my wrestling background because um, Brad's wrestling background was you know he was an olympic wrestler himself yeah. like a roman and so you you got to his camp and, and you know the business was the business still and nobody knew anything about it and so you you got to his camp and you know you start off there's you know 30 40 50 guys at the camp mm-hmm. But the camp was real. I mean, you wrestled, you pounded each other, you wrestled like you were if if I was wrestling on the Olympic team. I mean, he just stretched you and, and tangled you. And but I could handle it because I had that experience. Yeah. What he wanted to do was read all these guys out of out of there that you know just thought mm-hmm. it was, you know, easy, fake, phony, yeah. blah, 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 this and that. So what he did was he weeded everybody out, mm-hmm. and he actually weeded everybody out. <laughs> I was the only one that uh, lasted. Oh wow! Yeah, I I got through the camp. Then I, um, was one of the best things is you know when I got through the camp and they you know kind of smartened me up a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the AWA promoters at the time was Ray Stevens, who was my idol growing up. Yeah. And so Ray came to the camp and worked and worked out with us one day at the camp, teaching us uh, stuff. Uh, yeah. That that was just a highlight for me to yeah. be working with Ray Stevens and seeing yeah. him take that turnbuckle where he flips up and over <laughs> it. And God, I was just in heaven. Yeah. And from there, they would um, they set me up into a job. Jobs in Canada, TV for Canada. Okay. They they set me up to go to Canada to do TV taping over there because it wasn't being shown in America. Mm-hmm. You know they, they didn't have the cables and that access to where you fill something in Canada, you could see it all around the world. Yeah, so we just literally just uh, we're in Canada, and. Um, so I got started there and they gave me an alias because you know they saw potential that I could have. So instead of doing jobs as earthquake ferris in Canada, they they used to, they called me Big Ed Wilson. Oh okay. I didn't know that. See, that's something I didn't know. Big Ed Wilson uh, in Canada TV. Yeah. Big Ed Wilson got beat up. <laughs> <laughs> Ed <laughs> Wilson was a job boy there. Yeah. And so um we'd go like every 3 weeks I think it was a, a filming every 3 weeks. So we oh, wow. we'd drive from uh, Minneapolis up to Canada usually um Winnipeg. That's a little drive.
0: That's a little drive.
1: It was a drive. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. was it was it, and and we drove, you know, we didn't fly. We we were the job boys. So um we drove up there, yeah, and so that's, that's where I first started learning uh, the profession there.
0: Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's, that's uh, I, you know I've heard uh, I've had on here uh, guys that went to Vern's camp in in the early seventies when it was uh, you know, Billy Robinson uh. and Vern doing it, and they said they they worked them pretty good and from what you described about Brad Ringens it sounds like pretty similar they you know they they say that that was one of the toughest but most realistic training camps for wrestlers to go through uh absolutely absolutely
1: yeah. like i haven't been to any other ones but i'll tell you what to survive to yeah. Brad Rangin's and, and the Viridonia camp and school like that, that was pretty awesome. And the nice thing about it was that, uh, you know, I'm from California, you know, mm-hmm. and so um, I I was able to stay at Brad's place in, um, in Burnsville, I believe it was Burnsville, Minnesota. I was able to stay with him. He had a huge place where they trained everybody and stuff. Wow. And I trained... Uh, uh leon white leon the baby bull white ah
0: vader yeah
1: i was i trained him
0: wow in the
1: uh, nasty boys i was the trainer for the nasty boys
0: see i didn't know that either see that yeah. didn't come up so that's yes. interesting because those guys obviously were yeah, very they successful
1: they made it big yeah. yeah
0: yeah they and you know that that's yeah. See, i didn't know that i had no idea that's that's why we have you on here. See, we learned stuff. Uh-huh. Hey, you, you you picked a good person. Of course, <laughs> I did. You know, and that was a good part, too. When I reached out to you, uh, I'll let the fans know here that you responded right away. You didn't take like a week or two weeks, and you responded right away. And we, we corresponded and we got everything uh, put together pretty quick. And, and I appreciate that because sometimes it takes a lot of asking and, and I, and I hate to be like a pest. So if I, you know, two or three times that they don't respond or I just kind of move on, but I really, again, appreciate you coming on here today. It, well, I'm, so and
1: I, on, I'm honored that you, that you asked me. I no, mean,
0: I'm, I, I, that's an honor. I'm honored. You know, like I said, and for, I want to talk about for your size back then, I mean, you were a big guy, but mm-hmm. you could move. And you yeah. could do the moves, you could do the drop kicks. You could, I mean, you're one of the few that were for a big guy that could move. Was that, when you, you talked about your wrestling experience and everything, I mean, I'm sure you had a, a regiment of things that you did to get in that kind well, of shape, but. The, the, one of the best best thing that happened to me
1: was with me, it was, was my, I love sports. Yeah, I, I love being athletic. Yeah, I was 300 pounds in high school. But you know what? I played football.
0: Mm-hmm. I
1: wrestled. Yeah, I did track and field. You know, I, yeah. I was a three-sport person in high school. And I ended up doing three sports in college, which oh, wow. is unheard of. Nobody yeah. in college, you know, would do three sports. I did three sports in college. And, yeah. you know, it's just... I kept myself active, active, active. You would think I, I'd have been a hundred pounds with all the activity I did, but I'd eat a hundred
0: pounds. <laughs> so, well, that's I, the thing is that, you know, as long as you're active and you stay, you eat the right stuff, you know, there's people, there was a, what's that? Michael uh, Phelps, the Olympic swimmer, he ate 10,000 calories a day
1: when he yeah. was an active
0: swimmer. Yeah. yeah. But He was in great shape. And kind of like you, I'm sure you know you were a big guy, but you're strong and athletic and could move. And and I think that's what made a lot of people watch you, at least it did me. When you were on TV and you were on, I was like, Man, that guy can move for how big he is, you know. Yeah. yeah. And it it was amazing. I I I enjoyed it. I know a lot of people did. Yeah. I
1: said it had to do with with just playing three sports and growing up just doing sports
0: all yeah. the time. You know? Yeah. That's yeah. that's now pretty we, amazing.
1: We have the video games they have now.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. When I you know
1: there's no uh, video games. Yeah,
0: no, 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 no. We had a little I had an Atari, but I didn't get to play it very often because I was limited. My parents were pretty like you only play it for an hour or whatever, that's it. So yeah, nowadays they yeah. Anyway,
1: <laughs> so that's all they do now. Yeah, 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 yeah. True. Even in even in PE
0: classes, <laughs> they will sit there on their phones so, playing video games. So
1: it's like, what te- the hell?
0: Yeah. So you teach at a high school, you said. And, and, yes. Uh, so what do you what do you what do you teach? I am a PE teacher. So ah, like, there you go. Yeah, yeah. I got my degree
1: at San Francisco State in my for credential
0: there also. So. That's great. But something that, you know, yeah. a lot of guys that are in the wrestling business. Once they do their run, sometimes it's hard for them to get, you know, back into normal society. And you know,
1: that, that sort of was easy for me. I I right. had something to fall back on. Right.
0: A lot and of guys maybe, don't.
1: Maybe because I had something to fall back on, it was easier for me to to walk away. Mm-hmm. Um, I did a, 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 a six months in Europe. Uh, for Otto Vance's uh, tour. And, you know, um, my wife was pregnant with my first son at the time.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, So I, I was, I was away from my wife. I was away from my pregnant wife and, you know, it was, it was my first child and it, you know, what, what type of fatherhood, what type of a parent do I want to be you know and yeah. you know and I was gone and I was in Europe and it was you know I kind of made my decision at that point in time you know what I I think I want to to be a, a a father that my kids are going mm-hmm. to know and raise my kids and yeah. not have somebody else raise them and yeah. so I made a decision like I said and, and then I had <clears throat> my degree I had my credential so it was it was easy for me to walk away and just say, you know, hey, great experience. <laughs> never not be grateful for the experience I had. Yeah. But it was it was it's also nice that I was able to walk away and, and to to raise my family the yeah. way I wanted to have it raised with my wife.
0: Just That's like, good. A lot of people have a hard time walking away or they don't have something to 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 fall yeah. back on because you see guys, and I'm not knocking anybody first of all but you see guys that are still doing it that are in their you know 60s and early 70s and maybe they enjoy it i don't know uh, i just i don't know you kind of reach a point in your life where physically unless you're in phenomenal shape at that age it's kind of hard but i mean i don't know i've i've never done it so i can't really talk negative about it uh But I would think it, you know, when you're in your 60s and you're still wrestling, you've done it for, you know, 30, 40 years, it takes a pounding on you. I'm sure you took some poundings in your time.
1: Yeah, yeah, there's – growing (laughs) growing old is not nice. No, I'm (laughs) with you. (laughs) It's not a good thing, growing old. Um, you know the other day I reached for the phone and I popped something out <laughs> so I I'm reaching for the damn phone I hurt myself. yeah so yeah it's I, yeah I'm, I'm you know at this point in my my stage in life where you know I'm, I'm getting close to retirement and stuff like yeah. that but, uh, I can you know think that I that I do I, I do have a a, a knee replacement. So I've, I've had a knee replacement. Yeah. You know, I dislocated a shoulder when I wrestled, and I and I feel that on cold weather. I, you know, the shoulder, yeah. you know, aches and stuff like that. But I, I am happy. I, I get out. You know, yeah. pretty much. Any.
0: Yeah. So you worked for you know basically the big three when you were when you were in. Yeah. What was the I, most? I had. I I obviously I I could.
1: Say with full confidence that it's called having a cup of coffee with the WWF. <laughs> I had a cup of coffee with the WWF. Uh, yeah. I didn't have a whole lot of uh, time there, but AWA but, did spend many years there.
0: And I, I was going to yeah. ask you, what was your, what was the place you like to work at the most? Was it was it AWA? Was it WCW? Was it WWF? Um. Well,
1: WWF had had the big big houses. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, we got paid by you know at, at that point in time, you got paid by the uh, size of the house. Mm-hmm. Whatever the house brings in is is what we got a share of. Um, there was no such thing as contracts. Yeah. So um, so the houses with the WWF were bigger. Um, my. Stay with the WCW wasn't. Um, uh, didn't I mean the best part about that was uh, you know going on uh, road trips with uh, you know The Rock. I, I would go with uh, Rocky Johnson and uh, you know Dwayne would be with us. That was, oh yeah yeah that was pretty funny fun memories. Um, so I mean but the AWA, I, I would have to say was um was my most enjoyable uh just I got a camaraderie with yeah. with, with with the wrestlers um you know you had the older wrestlers that mm-hmm. you know I was made friends with yeah. life lifelong friends with i mean just you know um and then there was a young group of us uh yeah. You know, Kurt uh, Scott, uh, Midnight Rockers. Uh, we were all the same age, so yeah. We, uh, you know, we had that the the youth camaraderie. You know, with with that, and like I said, the older guys that were there um, as our mentors and stuff like that were great men. Uh, yeah. like I said, Ray, Ray Stevens, um, Sergeant Slaughter. Uh, Baron Van Roschke, uh, you know, the Sheikh, me, uh, the Sheikh, and I got along really well because, you know, he was uh, Iraqi and I was Lebanese. So, yeah. but he tried to talk to me and in Arabic, and and I'm going. sheep my my parents uh, spoke it. I didn't speak it. I, yeah. You know, hey, what's the matter with you? Yeah. you know, let me learn the language. You
0: know, I have a tough enough time learning English. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Arabic. Let's. Uh, so you know, you mentioned some guys that uh, you know you train the nasty boys. You train Vader. Yeah. Um, and you worked with the Rockers, the young guys, Kurt Henning, Scott Hall. Who was one of your favorite persons to work with in the ring, either as a, uh, an opponent or as a tag team partner with you? Um, the
1: one I enjoyed the most uh, would be uh, Playboy Buddy Rose. Mm. Uh, yeah. Playboy, we would do a 15 to 20 minute match. And I wouldn't break a sweat. (laughs) And to me, (laughs) that was so much fun. Because he would just go out there and just just get so much heat for just walking out there. And, you know, know, the whole, I don't weigh 271, I weigh 217. (laughs) The crowd would just go crazy. And he would just, like I said, 20 minutes match we do the final the final thing where we're done 20 minutes we put in yeah so that was always gotta always enjoyed working with him because it was just i i guess it was a walk in the park as they would yeah. say it would just be a walk in the
0: park yeah i've heard a lot of good things, things about person
1: but, of all time was was sergeant slaughter
0: oh yeah okay
1: he's he just you know, I—I I don't know. I felt like I was Gilligan to him, as him as a skipper. You know, I was his little buddy. You <laughs> yeah. know, you're my little hair, but I'm a little buddy. You know, and yeah, would mess up my hair or something. You know, <laughs> just Sergeant was just great to to be around and, and yeah. to go to the bars with and just that type of stuff. But yeah. as far as working, Playboy, Buddy Rose, man, yeah. that was. That was the ultimate.
0: I've heard a lot of good things about Buddy Rose. Uh, helped out a lot of people, and uh, yeah, I mean it's too bad he passed away, you know, a number of years ago. Uh, but I, I remember when he was on, he would he would just get under my skin. Yeah, he did his job well. He did. He, he, <laughs> he him, did. and and uh, Pretty Boy Doug Summers when they were the champs. And Sherry Martel, oh, they just get under my skin. They did their job, yeah, very well. I will say yeah. that, and and yeah, uh, yeah. so so uh, kind of a tough question I was going to ask you. Who was the person that you didn't care to work for? And if you don't want to answer that, I understand. Um, you know, I
1: you know, I never had a beef with anybody. I, I sort of was just this really young, naive. Kind of get along with everybody, type of person. Yeah. So I, I really, you know, if, if I had a gun in my head and I'd have to think of somebody, I guess it might be Kevin Kelly. Oh, um, yeah. Kevin, Kevin Kelly was, would work really, really rough. Yeah. He would, you know, because I was, like I said, I, you know, was trained and, you know, learned from top. Top trainers, you know, right. top yeah. of the line and, and mm-hmm. how to do things and, and how not to hurt anybody. And, you know, so I was, I really had some really good training when it came to that. And uh, Kevin didn't. And, and the fact of the matter was that, you know, a lot of people, uh, a lot of times Vern, or actually it was Greg Ganya would book me with, with Kevin is because, um. He knew I could handle Kevin and, and yeah. his roughness and, and stuff like that. But I never had a beef with Kevin. Yeah. I just didn't enjoy working with Kevin. Yeah. I mean, that's that's about the best way I could put yeah. that. I, I just yeah. didn't enjoy working with him. Yeah. Never had a beef with him. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't have a beef with anybody. I, I really was able to get along with with everybody.
0: Yeah. That's kind of that's that's pretty rare. You didn't have any real heat with anybody. I mean, there's been a few guys I've talked to in the past, but uh, that's good, though. I mean, yeah, that, that says a lot about you as a person that. Yeah, it, that that is
1: me in, in, in a nutshell, I guess. Yeah. yeah. You know, it comes, you know, just like, uh, you know, You know what I what I'm working on, what I'm doing now. uh, You know a lot of a lot of things, a lot of the project that I do, I like doing is uh, is is I work with special needs kids. Okay. Uh, I I put on. um, We have a league. uh, It's called Unified Basketball. Okay. It's a group of uh, special needs kids and regular ed, ed kids that will be on the same court together, and you know the regular ed kids would you know, help support the special needs kids in basketball games. And I'm, I'm the coach and, you know, one of their original league, you know, uh, finders to this. And so we, we, you know, we do that. It's just sort of my personality is, is that I, you know, I have a special needs son myself. Um, my second oldest son is, uh, has autism, severely autistic and, um, so just, you know, learning patience with him and uh, he's 31 and he's nonverbal. He lives at home with us still. And, you know, that's yeah. just my nature, I guess. Yes.
0: Yeah. No, I, I, I have a special needs son too. He's 27. Uh, He's autistic. Uh, wow. Yeah. He, uh, but he, he's verbal, but he's very, it's pretty much yes and no. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, he lives. That's
1: verbal than mine's verbal. <laughs> he he'll tell me yes and no, mostly no. Yeah. And, uh, he'll
0: tell me wh- when yeah. he's hungry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know that's having a conversation with. No. I'm not get one from him. No, you're not going to get a conversation with him very much either. You got to. No. It's like pulling he, teeth. Going to let me know if he's hungry or not. What do you want? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I understand that. uh I. And I appreciate what you do for that because that takes a lot of uh time yeah and, and uh with the special needs events that you do uh yeah. with other children that takes a lot of time and, and a lot of effort and a lot of patience very rewarding for yeah me. and it is rewarding you know uh very and rewarding. and I appreciate that so thank you for doing that oh. kind of stuff that's 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 great that shows how much good character you have I really will
1: it's something that i'm thinking i might even when i retire maybe i'll still uh keep doing something yeah. like
0: that and, and
1: keep that league going and,
0: yeah. and being a part of it so that's great yeah. you know you were on some uh big events from what i've read um in the awa um you were at battle of the bay which was in uh, san fran yeah yes uh and the brawl in saint paul how was that experience i mean i know it was it was a big event uh did you have any was it any different to you as far as the i don't know the leading up to it uh the promoting the uh did you get butterfly i mean yeah
1: yes uh definitely um especially the san francisco one because it's my backyard yeah that was in my in my hometown and so um you know if I'd said I had a couple hundred people there just to see me, I, that might be understating it. Yeah. So, um, you know, all my other shows, there's just my wife that would be with me. Yeah. But, you know, wrestling in San Francisco and in Oakland and stuff like that was, that's when all the family and friends would, would, would come out. And yeah. so that, I was nervous for that, you know, and I just didn't want to mess up or screw up or do something dumb or, so that was very, so, you know, a funny thing about it as far as getting tired or, or is if you're nervous is when you, you run out of air, you know, is, is when you're nervous is when you, you know, you can't breathe out there. You know, it's it's when I was relaxed and like I said, mi- wrestling in Minnesota and in you know front of ten twelve thousand people, that was nothing. I was you know I could you know do a an Irish jig out there and not feel <laughs> anything about it. But you know, wrestling nervous or getting nervous and exciting in in front of my you know home crowd and fans and stuff like that. That that's where I would. Um, lose lose my air and stuff like that
0: yeah
1: but um, it was so funny my my wife uh, asked asked me she goes uh, what's the Battle of the bay I said oh that's um you know where the San Francisco Giants play the Oakland A's you know they call that the Battle of the bay and she goes well why is this guy have uh, Brian have it here as Battle of the bay that you wear something and stuff I go. Oh, that's what, that's that's what we called when we wrestled in San Francisco. We called that Battle of the Bay, you know. But now, for me, Battle of the Bay is the Giants versus. Giants. The
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Well, so I kind of forgot that's that's what that was called back then. Yeah, that was pretty funny.
0: Yeah, no, I remember that. I actually just watched it um, a while back the, on YouTube, and uh, it was a good card. It was a great card, actually. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I believe, if I remember, I think you won your, your, yeah. your match.
1: Yeah. I wasn't going to lose at home.
0: <laughs> no, no. You don't want to lose at home. home. I'll, lose,
1: I'll lose all those other towns. <laughs> don't make me lose in my own backyard.
0: Yeah. yeah. That's right. Cause they said you were from uh, yeah. uh, San Fran, I believe, or Oakland. I don't yeah. remember which one they said, but yeah, that's yeah. yeah. Uh, the brawl in St. Paul. Uh, that was a pretty, another big match. I uh, was like, I think on Christmas Day,
1: yeah. I believe yeah. it's funny there's Christmas shows in in Minneapolis oh my god those houses everybody came to them I yeah. mean it was like uh you know my mom you know when I was, I was alive hey are you coming home for Christmas and this and that. it was like no <laughs> <laughs> show my biggest payday is Christmas night yeah so we'll pack we'll pack whatever it is you know yeah rick and home we would have packed it in minnesota
0: yeah and And it's odd because you would think people would want to stay home but i guess and i understand it now it's like okay you had your christmas dinner you had your christmas presents open in the morning or early afternoon what else is there to do let's have a wrestling show that night and entertain some fans
1: exactly and And it worked pack it oh my god they would pack it yeah i mean that was their tradition yeah i swear to god i asked somebody i said why are you showing up this is our tradition we've been doing this since since we could remember yeah you know we we go to church we eat our late lunch dinner early dinner and we head out to the wrestling show that was it that was their that was tradition that's what they did every year
0: yeah and so
1: yeah i was just telling my you know and the great i swear to god um they stole the scene the scene from um uh was christmas story the scene from the christmas story where they had to go to a chinese restaurant and eat you remember that scene
0: yes i do i swear to god
1: (laughs) that happened to me and my wife we did that we went and I swear to God, they sat there and sang to us rah, 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 rah. I swear. I mean, I, somebody filmed that, 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 and took it from my
0: life. Yeah.
1: You know, my wife and I, the only two people at a, at a restaurant, it was a Chinese restaurant. We're the only two people in the place on Christmas Eve or, yeah, Christmas Eve. Was,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Cause like I said, we were, we had the big show Christmas Day, so yeah,
0: that's funny. So uh, let me ask: Do you watch any wrestling today?
1: I do not now. Okay, I I do. Uh, I I did enjoy The Rock and Stone Cold mm-hmm. um, when when they were having their thing going. That was pretty interesting and stuff. Yeah. By the time um, my kids were at the age to where they were able to watch wrestling, wrestling turned. Um, yeah. it went from when I was when I was wrestling, when when you were watching it with me, we were to bring in the kids and the kids would have the parents. That's you know the kids would bring the parents. Yeah. And then the demographic thing changed. Right when my kids were about right in that age to where they decided, well, let's get the males from 18 to 40 or whatever and Mm -hmm. go for them. And they had the, you know, negligee uh, matches and just stuff that I wasn't real proud of or proud to be a part of and and have my kids um, to to watch that or or to see that and stuff. It wasn't... um, what I, I I wanted. So I really stopped watching stopped yeah. everything completely. Now like I said when you know The Rock and, and Stone Cold did had their thing going, that was pretty fun. And yeah. uh it was that was I, I kind of started watching a little bit again. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking about the the classics, uh, ESPN classics, we were uh, I took took my family to Disneyland. So we're at Disneyland, I have my whole family there. And um, we went, uh, we closed the park. The park ended and it closed like about 10 o'clock or so. So we Mm -hmm. closed it and so we went to go to dinner. And uh, the only places open around there was the uh, ESPN zone um, cafe or dining area. It's called the ESPN zone.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: You could go and eat there. Right. So we, you know, took my whole family. We're all there sitting down eating and we're ordering and this and that. And all of a sudden, um, you know, there's 10, 12 TVs around. And my daughter goes, Daddy, Daddy, that's you up there. That's you, (laughs) rescue. And we all stopped. We all looked. We all looked at, and here I was, the SPN Classic. And there I am, jumping all down in the middle of the ring. Here we are. At Disneyland watching Daddy on the Ring, you know, and he's they really didn't see me or or know, the, you right. know, about my business or what I did beforehand and stuff. And so it was really, really fun. I yeah. Mean, the waiter stopped, you know, they're all looking and
0: the,
1: the cooks <laughs> come out and that's him. That's him, you know. Yeah.
0: That's great. That's so, funny.
1: That was pretty neat. But
0: yeah. That's such a thing. You see yourself on TV. Yeah. yeah, with my
1: kids for like the first time. That yeah, was, that That's, was that was pretty amazing.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: And and like I said, in Disneyland.
0: Yeah, in Disneyland. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't even yeah. in our our home. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's talk about what. Uh, you talk about your teacher. Is there any projects you're working on right now or anything that?
1: Uh... Um. Well, like uh, you know, I um, I I told you about the unified basketball. Yep. So. Um, I put on a fishing derby. I, oh, I, yeah, I've been doing it for uh, about twenty years. Uh, wow. We we do an Antioch High School fishing derby. Um, we have this this big big fish out here called a sturgeon. Okay, it's a massive, huge fish, and so we um, we fish, and you know, biggest sturgeon that weighs in wins wins the pot and proceeds go back to the high school the sports program and um, so I do that I do unified basketball um, being a grandfather that's that's my my main project uh, being uh, you know a grandparent you know with my wife and um, looking forward to retirement yeah and that's pretty much it oh. yeah I haven't got a not going to write a book or anything
0: or no yeah, i'm sure you know some interesting stories i'm sure yeah,
1: yeah. i just i think they'll die with me
0: <laughs> well i want to thank you for coming on today i really appreciate it i know the fans that are either watching this or listening to it appreciate all you what you've done and brought to the business and uh ladies and gentlemen earthquake ferris sir thank thank you you for coming on i appreciate it
1: my pleasure really enjoyed this this
0: was fun thank you all right thank you very much and uh fans we'll talk to you soon